Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Diving Deep with DL. You ever been accused of doing something other than what you say you would do? Do you expect God to do what he says? And if he doesn't, then how do you respond to the creator's decision regardless if they align with what you want or not? Why is it important to do what you say? How does your actions confirm what proceeds from your mouth? The truth? Your words and actions must validate each other. Jesus did just that when he walked on this planet. He did what he said he was going to do. And in our sinful nature, yes, we will stumble, be inconsistent, and fail to do what we say. But it must never be a consistent practice, and our lives must represent God's word and truths every day. You got your tanks. Let's dive in. This segment is titled, Discipleship the Way of Life, Do What You Say. Hello again, my fellow disciples of Jesus. It's been a bit since the last Godcast, and I hope you've missed them. I must tell you, I was and still focused on what God has placed in front of me right now. As I testified to you in the past, whenever I'm laser-focused on something, and God's inspiration invades my mind, causing a complete disruption, I stop what I'm doing and take note. Well, today is no different. Yes, I guess I could make this Godcast a priority, but then that would be about what I wanted versus the will of the Father being carried out in and through my life. Amen? So, I would say God must think somebody needs to hear this message today. And rest assured, yours truly is right there with you. So don't go thinking you're alone. Believe that. But know this. Every time I respond in obedience to God's inspiration, God blesses me with the work of building up and encouraging you, my fellow disciple. And I see and live out Hebrews 6.10, Ephesians 2.10, and Philippians 2.13, and they all come alive in me. And I am truly thankful to God for that. I pray God's word will con excuse me. I'm excited because I'm back with you. I pray God's word, work, and truths come alive in you today as my fellow disciple. So here we go. Where I'd like to begin today is in a passage that I was asked to read this coming week at our upcoming service. I will testify. There was a time in my life when what used to come out of my mouth was pure evil. It's as simple as that. And now to have God's word proceeding from my mouth confirms that I am alive. And his word is alive in my heart, which is saturating my mind and coming forth from my mouth. And it must be pleasing to God or he would not have caused it to happen in the first place right? I mean, if God has asked me to read his word, I think I would pop right up in front, and so would you, wouldn't you? you got to believe whenever I get to read God's word to the congregation, I'm on fire, because if you're a student of God's word, then reading it to the congregation, yes, is an act of service, but what I am actually doing is actually imitating Jesus when he walked on this planet, and he must desire to hear my voice as I speak his word to his people. And know that 
Luke 4, 16 and 17 is coming alive in me. And that'll require you to go read it, but I'll give you the key pieces of it. And God's will and work is being carried out in my life. Believe that. And what is this work of God, you may ask? It's entering the church, standing up to read, and opening the book to the place where it was written. What a blessing. So, without further ado, let's dive in. The Bible passage today comes from God through his disciple Matthew in Matthew 5, 33-37. I'll be reading it from the ESV translation, which is the English Standard Version, because that's the translation I was asked to read to the congregation. So, listen to Matthew 5, 33-37. It says, Again, you have heard it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is a throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. Where we're going to hover today is verse 37. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. So, I would hope by now the first thing that came to your mind when I read yes or no is NGA, right? No gray area. Jesus said quite simply, it's yes or no. There's no maybe in between. There's no yes, maybe no. The pure milk of the word, it's either yay or nay. This truth of God is to be carried out in all aspects of our lives as his disciple. You, as a disciple of Jesus, must do what you say, N-G-A, because that's the evidence of God's word, work, and will being alive in you. Because the pure milk of the word that stems beyond the yes or no, as Jesus says, anything more comes from evil. And the plain old truth, that would be from the evil one and the evil that resides in the flesh. That, my fellow disciples, is your own sinful nature. So, may I ask, do you do what you say you will do? Now, rest assured, I'm looking in the mirror when I ask that question. That would be me saying to myself, if not, and not doing what I say I will do, then I would be a liar. Yes or no? So, may I ask, is lying evil or good? See, NGA applies, right? It makes me think of a man who lived that way. He was a good old boy that owned some property, and it was a small business center, and he had an office for lease. I needed an office, so I inquired. So we met and sat down and talked, and... Then we reviewed the premises, and 
Then we sat down to talk again about the terms of the lease. You know, the normal business practices, right? And anyone that leased or brought a home, then there's tons of documents, right? And you're signing and signing and signing. Well, when we got done, I expected to sign the lease papers and get to moving in. Well, he stood up and stuck out his hand. And I said, what? No lease papers? Well, his answer was brief and very profound. He said, DL, if your word is no good, neither is your signature on that piece of paper. Wow. Think of that for a moment. If your word is no good, neither is your signature on that piece of paper. In other words, if your yes is no good, neither is the scribble that you place on the piece of paper to represent who you are. So why do tell would humanity require covenants? Is it because they believe the lie that when someone signs their name, that's what makes them committed? But is it that or what's in their heart that causes faithfulness to the agreement right i mean the good old boy and jesus are saying the same thing are they not jesus is saying in matthew 5 you must live with the same conviction in both what you say and what you do right i mean with the lease i agree to pay the rent every month right and so I sign my name and then that makes me pay or what resides in the heart that makes me pay and honor the agreement when you say yes Lord I love you then to love him as Jesus says to his disciple John in John fourteen fifteen, then to love him you will keep his commandments right I mean, the NGA would be either you love him or not. So you're going to either keep his commandments or not. I think it's as simple as that. When you say, yes, I am delivered from the domain of darkness, then you must live as though you have been delivered from the domain of darkness. You beginning to catch my drift? Jesus is saying, when you say no to the sin that continually attempting to destroy your life and everything that's good in it, then you must crucify it every time it raises its ugly head. When your flesh desires something that pleases yourself more than it would please God, then be faithful to yourself, God and others, and deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow Jesus. Yes or no? When you've been delivered from the bondage and captivity of sin that once was in control of your life and you were a slave to it and you lived in opposition to God's word, then N-O is the right answer because you, K-N-O-W, the only way you were capable of saying no, N-O, is by the power and work of God the Holy Spirit who empowered you to say no and walk away from that or those sin or sins. That's the plain old truth. I can only speak for myself. I know 
without the power and work of God the Holy Spirit. I would bite on the temptation because I was carried away and enticed by my own lust through my sinful flesh, which results in the evil deeds of immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, jealousy, outbursts of anger, enviness, drunkenness, and carousing. And I would bite hook, line, and sinker. I need God the Holy Spirit's prompting direction, power, and ability to live a life that's pleasing to God. You want to know the saddest part? There ain't one piece of bait on the hook. That's how deceptive sin is. Stop buying and being influenced by the lie of the God of this world that is blinding the minds of the unbelieving. You believe those lies? You continually fall for the deception through the smoke and mirrors? And you'll move spiritually away from God. You can count on that. So it's got to be no to sin and yes to God. NGA, right? Right now, I'm in a holding pattern, if you will, for what God is working on for me personally. You can expect a God cast about it soon, but since I'm waiting, I'm being obedient and wait for God to move when he does, I will move in the direction he wants me to go because I am entrusting myself to the one who judges righteously and will stay faithful and move when God prompts me to move. Just like this Godcast. I had no plans of producing one. I've been focusing and studying on the task that I have to work on to be prepared. And he's given me the time to accomplish it. But you know what? Today, there's a Godcast. Believe that. I believe with all my heart, God has caused the delay. And you must know, this delay is totally outside of me causing it through laziness, procrastination, idleness, or putting it off. Believe that. And believing God's word in totality, and that would be God's word from Genesis through Revelation then you must also believe in your life that there are Psalm 139.16 moments, and they are true, and must come alive in me and you, my fellow disciples. This is what Psalm 139.16 says, Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was one of them. Let me ask you, was this day and delay ordained by God or not? Is either yes or no? Listen to Ecclesiastes 3.1, which says, There is an appointed time for everything, and there's a time for every event under heaven. So may I ask you, was this delay and the God class, God, excuse me, this delay and the God cast included in everything as it is appointed by God or not? It's either yes or no. So, do you see delays God places in your life as his will and work being carried out? Yes or no? There's no gray area here, my fellow disciples. It's either God doing it or not. They either are or they're not. NGA. Therefore, whenever God desires to do in and through my life, knowing all that God desires is good, then I must, you must, patiently wait for God to move 
whenever and whatever he deems necessary to move, so that whenever and whatever the work that comes out of the delay that's in place will be for good because I, you, love him and are called according to his purpose. Amen? So when God says yes, it would only be natural to be happy and content with his decision. Is that a yes or a no? I mean, God said yes, so that would be natural to say, oh yes, DL, that, that would be. But, can you remain happy and content in God's will, work, and ways when God says no to what you've asked for, knowing all that God does is good? My recommendation today, live by God's word and God's will will come alive in and through you, my fellow disciples. As we head back up, take this with you. You must make your yes or no consistent with what you proclaim as a disciple of Jesus. You must say yes to God's word, will, truth, and work, and commands, and no to sin. Walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desires of your flesh. If you expect God to be faithful to his word, then you must be faithful to his word also. When God causes delays, do you look at them and expect that his delays are for the good? If your words, speech, and actions, deeds conflict with each other and God's word, what is God really saying about you? Do what God says and do and live with the same conviction as Jesus did. Amen? Let me pray for you. Abba, we love you and thank you for today. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Abba, you made it blatantly obvious our yes is to be yes and our no is to be no. Empower us as your disciples to be like Jesus and live out this ordained life as his disciple. Make our lives to be your living example of your word, life, will, and truth alive in us today. There must be someone today that needs to hear this truth of your word. I ask and pray that you open their heart to hear and receive these words spoken in love in and for them. Teach us how to live out your wonderful truths, causing our lives to be an imitation of you and the living sacrifice you desire from all of your disciples. Send forth your spirit to move, and in asking in love and faith, your answer would be yes. Yes, I will pour forth my spirit on those ordained to hear. Yes, on those ordained to see. And yes, on those ordained to be delivered from the domain of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of my beloved Son today. Thank you for your inspiration. Thank you for your word your will, your truths being carried out in and through my life. I thank you for this delay. I have 
am and are continuing to grow in the truth of who you are. And I am forever thankful for your work of salvation in a wretch like me, that now I get to live out this wonderful truth of discipleship that you have promised to give to all who believe. And I am thankful that you have rescued me from the domain of darkness. I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for tuning in to Diving Deep with DL. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Have a great week of worship and keep walking the way.